Hey y'all, this is El Placaso coming to you live from the West Side. I'm your host, Quote with Reyna. So ever since we started a comic program as part of El Placaso's youth programming, I found myself buying and reading more comics and manga than ever before. I found myself more and more interested in the people of color found as characters in these stories and in animations as well as creators involved in the creation of these mediums. The more Chicano, Latinx, and indigenous influence and themes I find spread across these mediums, the more excited I tend to get. Well, recently I've been following the release of a 2020 gem known as Onyx Equinox. This Crunchyroll exclusive release follows the story of Itzel, a young boy from the Aztec city of Tenochtitlan who has fled into the Mayan Empire along with his sister Nelly. This comes at an unfortunate time when ceremonial centers in the region are being destroyed by the secret plot of the gods. This series uses accurate geography, mythology, and cultural reference to the region that make it much more than simply interesting. It draws from stories like the Aztec Quinto Sol, and the Mayan Popol Vuh to tell a modern story of five youth being guided by the gods to carry out their destiny, each with their own powers and part to play. The art, story, and mysticism play out much like something out of Avatar The Last Airbender, but much more rooted in historical and cultural reality. The show explores the differences and variety of people and cultures in Central America during the reign of the Aztec and Mayan peoples, showing accurate differences in dress, belief, and relationships. Without giving too much away, the story focuses on a blood war between the gods and the sacrifices that they are offered. Two gods betting on the chances of the champion of the humans and one dark god's evil plan to destroy them all. With mystic representations of Ulama, the Mayan ball game, Nahuales, the shapeshifters of the Nahual people, Los Voladores del Papantla, a daredevilish flying ritual, and Itzli, a sacred stone sacrificial knife, our characters forge through historic Central America to complete the will of the gods. Although this is an animation, it may not be for your youngest, as it does contain violence, some strong language, and some nudity in the context of human sacrifice. However, this show is definitely worth a look, and it's accessible completely free on Crunchyroll's site and app, with or without subscription. Although I recommend that if you're watching without a subscription, you may have the best experience on their website. Next up on the episode, we have El Placaso writer Cristina Maury interviewing Rudy Marco Herrera, lead muralist on one of the biggest murals you'll see downtown today. If you haven't been out to take a look, you can check it out at 311 East Houston Street. The mural is called The Last Parade, 
And though it's not a San Anto cultural arts mural, we wanted to celebrate Rudy and his continuing work in the public arts field. Let's have a listen to what they have to say. Hey everyone, I'm Cristina with El Placaso newspaper and today I'm here with Rudy Marco Herrera, a San Antonio based artist. Rudy, you've been working on this mural. Can you tell us some more about it? Sure, sure. Um, we've been out here for about maybe a month and um, four or five days. And uh, as of right now, we're wrapping it up. I'm kind of going through and just putting in my black lines. Then we'll let the paint sit um, for a couple, for maybe a day. And then we'll hit it with some, some sealer, some UV resistant. And uh, we'll be done. So hopefully we're not like, uh, we're about two days out right now. Awesome. Yeah, Do you yeah. have a name for the mural? It's called The Last Parade. The Last Parade. Yeah. And what's the significance to you? Well, the significance is, is that, you know, back in the day, probably when I was your age, I was like a, I was like a river rat over here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, back in the day, you used to be able to show up downtown in your white shirt and your black pants and, you know, see who needs a dishwasher or a busboy, right? So I used to do that a lot. And, um, you know, I think I was one of the many creative people that kind of do that over here. You know, we've I've been out here at night and, and you know, I'll see a busboy going to somewhere else. Like, there was this guy who... Uh, who came by and he, you know, I saw him in his black and whites and he showed me a video of him playing the guitar and he was like, you know, like Dio stuff, you know what I mean? Old, old Rush cover, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was a young dude. And then, you know, it just, it just makes you think, you know, San Antonio is so talented, but we don't, you know, maybe there's not enough opportunity to showcase it, you know, or not enough outlets for, for that creativity to go through. So, you know, it's an image of people marching off a cliff, right? So to me, I'm trying to put the analogy is that if you're a creative person, you know, this is one of them, but if you're a creative person, I think at some point you have to make that step off the cliff. You know what I mean? You have to acknowledge that creative part of it. You got you to gotta feed it and you got to learn how to move with it throughout your life because, you know, we've, I think we've all seen the examples of people who suppress it or put so much energy to, to not deal with that, but... I don't know how you've seen it, but I've always seen that affect someone's quality of life, you know, and it doesn't matter how big or how high that cliff is. I think in order for you to to move well with it, you have to acknowledge it. And so that's kind of what it is. You know, when you jump off this cliff, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be scary. You know, maybe some people's cliffs, you know what I mean? I know I know artists who have like had careers already that they they left they jumped off that to do this you know and some people you know like me you know i didn't make a big jump i was like i was a cook you know what i mean i wasn't losing much whenever i stopped cooking you know but that's kind of what it's about like i wanted to make sure i talked to to those people first you know like san antonio's a tourist city like man if you go right here the people who got the best view of it are probably people from out of town that are sitting by their pool you know what i'm saying but i wanted to make sure too that i was talking to the people on their way to the Texan, you know what I mean, after their shift or coming through and catching the bus. So that's kind of the significance. It's just, uh, you know, I just want to show, I wanted to speak to those people, you know, because I, I still don't feel that far from them, you know. If, if things don't work out for me, I'm still down to, you know, pick up a shift, washing dishes or something, you know what I mean? I think, I think there's a lot of people like me that are still willing to do that, and I wanted to make sure I, I'm talking to them first. So wow. that was a significance, yeah. Wow.
Yeah, I yeah. really like that. That's Thank actually you. really, really moving. Thank you. I think you're so right. A lot of people are too scared. That cliff is really deep. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a scary jump. Yeah, you know what's going to happen, man. That's really awesome message yeah. behind that. I yeah, really yeah. like that you were able to project that so yeah, big up there. Yeah, thanks, thanks. So, were you, are you working alone on this? Who else is helping you with this? No, no, no. I mean, I have a whole team here. You know, I've had some people come help me as far as painting. Uh, you know, I've had Anna out here. Ana Hernandez, and uh, you know she's she was one of the lead artists at you know the Mujerista right there on 1811, uh, Laredo. I've had another homegirl Ashley, aka Trey. She helped me out. I have uh, Crystal Thomas. You may be familiar with her. She works at Saka, and uh, you know as far as the ground team, I've had the homie Larry. You know I've had the homie Slim. Christopher's coming out. He's one of the guys who just you know just kind of been out here and just helping document it. So. I mean, yeah, there's like a team of, you know, floating five or six. And, you know, Andy Benavides has been helping us out. He's kind of been the one who's um, figuring stuff out in the logistic end, you know. So, yeah, I have a small team. You know, it's not just me. I think, you know, it's such a big thing. Like everybody, you know, I think the romantic thing is to think that one guy comes up here and like rips his shirt off and <laughs> makes it happen, right? Yeah. But it's like, nah, man, there's like a whole... You know, me and Larry here cleaning up at night. You know what I mean? If he's not here, it's another hour's worth of work just for me. So, you know, there's a there's a whole team behind it, man. And really, you know, the people that never get, like, credited for it is, you know, I'm fucking, I'm tired. You know what I mean? Like, we've been out here from, like, 10 to midnight every day. And, man, just the homies that come by and, and, you know, give positive words, I get energy from that. You know, they motivate me. You know what I mean? Because they're out here looking and they're like, man, you better not mess up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so they help out too. So, I mean, there's just, there's a whole army behind this, you know? So, but those are the, those are the main shooters, those guys, you know? Yeah. yeah so yeah. how is this uh, organized? How did you Basically, end up? Basically, man, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of, I didn't even know completely how it went down. Like <laughs> it was a Luminaria open call thing. Yeah. Right. And so I got selected for that. And uh, somewhere along the way, I'm not too sure, but it got transitioned into a central project. And uh, even back then, I was going to do a smaller wall, like a 9 by 12. And then it got um, it got moved to a different wall by the Tobin Center. And then finally, it ended up on this. So, you know, in short, I applied for it for an open call from Luminaria. And it, it somehow snowballed into this. You know, the uh, Andy, Andrea Rodriguez... You know, she kept asking me, like, would you be willing to do a bigger wall, a bigger wall? And, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? And then finally, you know, you know, I think like as a, as a working artist, it's hard. It's hard to say no sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? And then I had to come out to the mm -hmm. wall and saw how real it was. But uh, yeah, it's basically what it is. Open call snowballed into this. I'm not really sure how, but it that's, uh, that was a starting point, And that's where we're at now, you know, so. So did you already have your sketch ready? I did. You know, this sketch was actually uh, when I was presented this wall, uh, I had another sketch for it that was uh, because it's these two sides, right? And I had another sketch with two people dancing. And so this sketch was actually something I presented to the previous wall at the Tobin Center because it was longer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't like it, right? So they're like, ah, we're going to pass on that. Uh, Andy, Andy from Central was able to find me this wall. And then I presented that idea. She was like, hey, you know, what about we go back with the, the parade one? So, you know, we made some compromise. I changed some stuff up, and that's how we ended up with this one. Awesome. Yeah. 
So how, how big was the original sketch? Man, this, this original idea was presented for a wall that was maybe like 10 feet high. But if you're talking about the original sketch I did yeah. when I was like, it's like a six-year-old sketch. I mean, it's in my little book. I have it in the truck, you know what I mean? But it's a little, what is it, like four by six moleskin or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then how big is this one? This, I think at the highest point we measured was about 100 or 105. Wow. And I want to say it's maybe 60 wide or something like that. I don't think we measured how wide it was. but Is this one of your biggest ones? This is my biggest one. Your biggest one? Yeah, yeah. And do you know how many murals you've done? total man i guess like uh you know unofficially like i've always did small walls and stuff yeah. like that even when i was a public artist when there was uh times where permission wasn't wasn't figured out you know what i'm saying there's a yeah. lot of those kind of kind of murals and then um i guess officially like the ones where i started getting money for i would say maybe around 10 yeah mostly a lot of them here with with uh through Saka. but yeah even but uh yeah, I'd say about 10. And how did you get into mural art? Um, when I was a little kid, you know, I just I just always kind of gravitated towards it. Um, I've never, I guess what happened to me when I was younger with murals is, is uh, I mean, it inspired me. Like, I tell people the story. When I was seven years old, I saw a memorial painting. And, you know, in my head, I just couldn't compute it. You know what I mean? As far as I knew, like, buckets of paint were for painting over stuff or painting a house or something right i didn't really know people could could do stuff like that so that you know that kind of sparked it all and i always just kind of gravitated towards that you know i think i think we know anybody everybody who does a mural is uh like the beauty in is accessibility you know what i mean if you go it's not in a museum it's for everybody you know what i mean everybody can can get it and interact with it and that's always been my um I mean that's always been the draw for it for me, you know? Like I'm not a I'm not a gallery artist, you know, I don't aim to to push myself in that direction. I wanna be you know, like a musician wants to be heard, I wanna be seen, you know what I mean? I wanna talk to people and I wanna talk to my people and you know. I don't go to a gallery so I don't think, you know, the people in the galleries are my people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's always kinda been the 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 kinda the kinda thing that's that pushed me towards it, you know, and like, I want to talk, I want you to see something on the way home, you know what I mean, I want to see something I could drive my kid by, you know what I mean, Right. something you could look at while wearing shorts or something, you yeah. know what I'm saying, so, yeah, that's always, that's always kind of been my pull towards, you know, murals and outside art stuff. That's really cool, I think more people definitely get to appreciate the right? art when it's definitely public. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I've always admired murals, it's just, Every, it's for everyone yeah yeah um so are you working on anything else right now um no just like uh we got some stuff going on i've been working with the the homie money at ait uh another saka alum uh emma and um we got some stuff going on at sac and then everybody over here like they come out here and they want some extra work and you know or whatever you know it's a yeah. lot of talk right now a lot of email passing by nothing solid you know what i mean nothing nothing, nothing cash in hand you know <laughs> what i mean no promises have been yeah. made but uh no just i think after this i'm gonna have i'm gonna have the space to kind of i need to work on the house you know what i mean like my bathroom's all messed up yeah <laughs> so i need to fix up the house uh you know during this we had an electrical fire in the back house oh, yeah no. so like all the wiring that went from my back house was hooked up to my uh my washer yeah and dryer 
So, I mean, I got to go figure that out. I got to uh, go get rough. in the attic in the back house. Like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. And then plus, like, the whole time I've been out here, like, the wife has been, you know, she does school. She's doing the boys' school. She's doing work. She's yeah. keeping up the house. You know what I mean? So I got to pay some penance there for being out here. You know what I mean? Because she's, she's ready to have me home. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I got hours some back pay as far as all that. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do first. And then uh, I'll take some time to focus on some more personal projects you know it's like as an artist like i was saying earlier you know you kind of you kind of say yes to everything right because you because at least for me i can only speak for me but yeah you don't know where the money's coming at so you just kind of take whatever i do man i got i you know you guys wouldn't know but i do like these corny flyers for people in houston my i got an agent homie out there he's connected with all the agents i'm out there <laughs> doing their little like uh gotti karaoke club flyers you know <laughs> what i mean like i still do that but, you know, maybe now I have some space where I don't have to do that. You know, yeah. I can pass it up now. So, yeah, just kind of take the time to fix up my house and and uh, do personal stuff, you know. So that's the plan. That's that's the, that's the I think that's going to be the focus for the year. I want to get into schools as far as doing stuff there. Yeah. Because I have a little boy who's in elementary, like, and I see, like, the arts really taking a hit through it during all this. So yeah. I'd like to see if there's a way I could contribute or try to, you know, leave that problem that's awesome well, that's about it so when when did you say again that this this mural is going to be we're going to try to wrap it up um man i'm gonna try to get all the black lines in today so i mean i don't know it's pretty windy and it's cold so it's not really uh it's hard to i don't want to do it you know what i mean like yeah. it's too cold i don't want to i don't want to be out here but uh hopefully this weekend and this then weekend. are you guys having like an unveiling yeah, right now the the um, we have to have a meeting on it on Friday, but the soft date's looking like at the 29th. One of my homies, uh, Slim, who's been another like big part of this project, he's out of town, so he won't be back till the 26th. So sometime after that. And what's the plan for that? And I don't know. I think they wanted to do like a coffee in the morning, a little ceremony. And then at nighttime, they're going to try to do, like, a party thing. I don't know if that means, like, drinks or, like... Yeah. But I know they're going to have, like, a DJ and food trucks out oh, here. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how these city officials party. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's the word they use, you know? Yeah. I wanted to point out, too. Yeah. You know, like, I always give little shout-outs. Like, uh, like I don't know if you see right there by the deer, right? Yeah. And this is for the Saka people. But you see, like, that little, like, paisley kind of looking thing? Well, that's kind of like, you know, in all the Saka murals I've worked with, we've always tried to do, like, some some sort of cactus right like some sort of uh you know i think that's kind of like at least as far as the murals i've worked with with Saka, that's always been like a a running theme yeah so i was trying to figure out a way to kind of sneak that in so that little paddle shape is supposed to be like you know like an abstract cactus and the little tunas you know what i mean yeah around it so that's my little shout oh, out to Saka, really cool. man <laughs> yeah that's awesome so that i have them scattered in there and that's our that's my little thing i picked up from Saka. I just wanted to make the Saka people know that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Don't tell nobody else. They're not, they're not Saka. They're not down with Saka. Don't tell. <laughs> tell them. Don't worry about it's it. It's top know? secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell, figure it out. <laughs> One more question. What was okay. your, what was your favorite part of the mural? Uh, my favorite part. I'll say this little tree. There's like a little story behind this tree that I'm keeping a secret for oh, right now. Oh, okay, okay. I'll tell that. That's off camera. That's. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> but. There's a little meaning behind this whole tree, like a scene right there. Like I always try to sneak in like a little something or abstract meaning, but there's some stuff going on in the tree. I mean, really, 
Honestly, like the trenzas, man. The trenzas in painting the gold on the girls' hoops. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that was gold. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like, that's like a stroke my own ego, but, like, I generally wear trenzas. I didn't wear it today because I slept all late. And it was my too hair cold. was all gross. Yeah. It was too cold for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I'd say that, man. I don't know. There's a bunch of little parts, man. They all, they're all little. They're all special to me in little ways. Are most of your mur murals this, like, vibrant and bright? Yeah, I try to keep them pretty colorful. I'm not really, like, uh, I don't have, like, a propensity to kind of do, like, really realistic things. You know, yeah. when I was a little kid, you know, like, I watched a lot of cartoons, man. There'd be whole weekends when I stayed inside just watching cartoons and, like, Dragon Ball Z or stuff like that. Or, and so, you know, I don't know. That's just, that's just my style. It's always, I've gravitated towards that. So I try to keep it bright, man. I think that's. I think that helps keep it inviting to people. and But, yeah, they're always pretty bright. Always trying to make them bright. I think it's more fun that way, too. And it catches your attention more. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes, because, like I was telling you guys earlier, man, like, sometimes you'll walk by, like, and it's happened to me, like, yeah. you'll walk by something and it's kind of like, you know, these heavy earth tones or, like, real somber imagery. And it's like, whoa, like, yeah. that's a heavy image. You know uh -huh. what I mean? But I think like this, you could kind of look at it and it gives you, like, the space to, like, you know, just what is that? You know, at the very least, people will be like, ah, all yeah. the colors are up there. Like, I got your favorite color up there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to look <laughs> at it. And so you chose all these colors yourself as well? Like yeah, yeah. I just, just kind of uh, picked whatever I thought looked pretty, you know? I like this little candy part over here, right here below the R. Like, maybe that's, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Those are all, like, Princess Bubblegum, like, colors, you know? Yeah, you watch Adventure yeah. Time? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Does look like that's all, that's all the Candy Kingdom right there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whoa. Shout out Adventure Time. Yeah, shout out Adventure Time. <laughs> Yo, this does look like a scene from Adventure Time, a right, little bit, a little right, bit. Just a little color. Yo, so who's your, who's your influence? Man, I have a bunch of influences, man. Like, you know, like, I watched a lot of anime when I was young. I mean, honestly, if you kind of look at it, it's kind of like it's kind of it's like anime styles you know what i, I mean like it. like a lot of times uh you watch anime and they got like the dark tone and the mid tone and the light tone and the black lines like that's kind of like a style i mimicked you know what i mean yeah you can still get something kind of round while still keeping it flat you know what i mean but i mean man i have a bunch of influences man there's like you know as far as muralism uh like just the people I see here, like Mary Agnes and stuff like that, who've been going hard for a while and just like really conscious about the stuff they put out. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes all the way big from like Otomo to Akira. You know what I mean? Like those are the stuff that I used to watch when I was young. And then like, you know, I think it's like uh, it's everything. You got to take everything into it. like music, like, man, my truck. I like my truck. It inspires me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have a cool truck. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Some people were hating on it earlier, <laughs> but uh, they're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just have a lot of influences about, you know, it's mostly cartoons. You know, I have a little eight-year-old boy. What, man, does he, what does he think about the mural? You know, he's very much into, like, uh, like breaking stuff in Fortnite and Minecraft right now. Yeah. And plus, you know, like, all his life, he's kind of seen me do... He's still kind of... He thinks, like, every... Like everybody does art, you know oh, what I mean. So yeah. like when I when I show him stuff, he's like, "Oh, that's cool," and then he'll be like, "Why don't you check out what I'm doing? That's cool," and watch me play <laughs> Minecraft. You know what I mean? So 
Like I'll show him and he's like, "Oh, that's really cool," but like you know. Yeah. I've been doing cool that. I've been doing that two years to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, son, come look at seeking his approval, and now he's just he's over it. You know that's what I mean? That's a cool way to grow up, though. Like yeah. you think everyone does art. Yeah, yeah. That is really cool. So and like he'll do his thing, and you know he just. I mean, he he's into it, but he's just like. He's over. You know, it. yeah, yeah. Like like as a dad, you know, I want him to be like, you know. Hey dad, this is beautiful. It's gonna change my life forever. And yeah. I'll be the first brown president because of the art you make yeah. or something. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but you know, he's like, Oh, that's cool and then he's like, Check it out. I'm gonna go fight an ender dragon or something, you know? <laughs> that's so, awesome. So he likes it, but I just wish I just wish he praised me a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he's older he will. <laughs> yeah, he needs to. <laughs> he or I'll ground to. him or yeah, something. Yeah, grounded. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Is there Thank anything you. else you wanna share? Um, Shout man. out to your socials. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm uh, RMH Works on the on the Instagram. I don't got much of anything else. I do a really bad job at uh, keeping up with it, but I'm trying to be better at it. I always do try to get back to people if they do, uh, you know, DM me or something like that. I make it a point to get back to them. It's just I'm not always there with the content, but I will talk to you if you, get, if you have questions or something. I think that's another thing that. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, that's the message I want to sign. I, I think as an artist, that's the thing we need to do for each other here, you know? Like I was telling you earlier about that story when I was seven years old and I saw that mural, you know, uh, you know, look what it multiplied into for me, you know what I mean? It got yeah. me here. And, and the hope is that, you know, there's some other little kid over here and, he, and this is his first mural he sees. And, you know, maybe when he's my age, he's he'll kill this, you know what I mean? He's going to do a mural twice as big or, you know, something like that. And I think... Um, you know, like I was saying earlier, there's so much talent in San Antonio. We really need to, I think, make an effort to just kind of, um, man, be open and be available with each other. You know, a lot of times I think like the powers that be kind of pit us in a position to kind of fight for these little scraps. But, you know, if we can if we can uh, reclaim that power and just acknowledge that we're the ones that really make it happen. Like, like, man, I think about our team, you know, like Larry's been over here. He's been photographing like. 13 years already you know what i mean i've been drawing since forever and like all the homies like like you got to think about when the powers that came to be like uh how long were they doing stuff you know what i mean because my team's got like 50 years of artistry behind them you know what i mean and that's a lot of us and i think we need to kind of just kind of embrace that power and the way we do it is by being fluid with each other and creating our own infrastructure because you know these people with the paychecks they can call they can call Dallas and be like, Hey, we just got this mural, like how much are you guys paying for murals? And yeah. They have an infrastructure behind them when they come to us. So I think we need to uh, I don't know if combat that combat that is the right word, but we need to have that too and be able to be uh, transparent with each other and share whatever information we got. Cause I mean like I think it's at the point where it's not enough just to be an artist, man. You gotta be an artist that contributes to something. Cause if not, you know what I mean, you're you're uh, you're your printer made flesh you know what i mean yeah. like it, it's not so much about what you're putting out but it's what it's what you're leaving and what you're what you're planting so i want to leave with that just push that image or push push that idea just you know just we need to be a we need to talk to each other more we need to deal we need a little, a little more merciful and just open with each other because man if we if we if we had the network they'd have like you know we we'd be the one we'd be picking up We'd be taking the money, you know what I'm saying, instead of waiting for it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that I think that's the message, man. So more artists need to come together. More artists, we need to talk to each other, man, and just kind of collaborate with each other. And, uh, man, just 
Just be available to teach people, man. Just don't be so don't be so shy with your ish. You know what I mean? Like get out there and talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Be available. You know, people need to see people need to see you know Southsiders like Larry out there taking pictures. Well, people need to see <laughs> some fat brown dude painting murals out here. You know what I mean? Like I could be your cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we need to talk to each other. Not comp- you know not. I know it's competitive, but yeah, we just need to be smart about it, man. Because if we're not, they're gonna tell us how to move and. Definitely. And our dance is going to look all awkward, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I guess just, uh, yeah, just talk to your homies, man. Just talk to your homies. Build a network. Build community, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the answer to everything that kind of ails us is to some degree is community. So, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> thank you so much. You've been a pleasure to talk to. Thank you. Thank and you. And we really, everyone appreciates this work. It's yeah. really awesome. It feels good to hear. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Can't wait to see what else you have in the future. Right. Um, but. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and giving your support to San Antonio Cultural Arts. If you would like to donate to San Antonio Cultural Arts, you can always go to our webpage, sananto.org. Go to the home button and scroll down to the donate page where you can donate now or make a monthly donation to help support our programming and provide snacks and school supplies and art supplies for kids attending uh, San Antonio's programming. We'd like to thank City of San Antonio, Department of Arts and Culture, Barra County, Russell Hill Rogers Fund for the Arts, San Antonio Area Foundation, Texas Commission on the Arts. We'd like to give a big thanks to Google Fiber, the Kronkowski Charitable Foundation, HEB Tournament of Champions, and Impact San Antonio. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in, and I hope to see you again on the next one.